So we are back again on the You Ain't Heard Nothing Yet podcast and we have two ladies in front of us who need no introduction. They have their own podcast called I Can't Believe They're Not Sisters. They've gigged all across Ireland. They're releasing a collection of songs this year, which we are very excited about, called Anthology. They have a new single out now in February called Kismet. They are Charla and Ellen O'Mahony from Elkin. Ladies, how are we? Hey guys, how are you? Good, good, good. What about yourselves? How are we getting on today? You're so good. Oh, I also God. love how you say my name, Chiara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we add a we add, we add a little bit like Chiar. You know Chiar. what I mean? Because <laughs> usually everyone gets my name wrong, so it's really nice to have that fun pronunciation of it. So thank how you. get it wrong? Yeah, it does. It makes up for all the Cara, Clara. <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Well, I'm glad I have that down. Do you know what I mean? It's a good start. It's a good start. You know? So I suppose we'll just kick us off with who are you ladies? What is Elkin? And uh, what's your crack? You can go first. Take it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> goes first. I just looked to her expectantly. Oh. Um, but yeah, so we're Elkin. Um, we have been singing together since we were 15, um, which was nearly nine years ago, which is yeah. terrifying. Um, <laughs> how we haven't killed each other yet we don't know but that's okay here we are and um what what do we do, <laughs> what do we, we make music we make alt pop music um and yeah apart from that see because like of lockdown and 2020 as a whole we're so out of practice of being a band and now because we're like music, we're like oh god we better get back into like band mode yeah. <laughs> get so back in sync almost yeah, it's like, well, see, we, we live together. So if anything, we're like aggressively always in sync. But like, usually when you do an interview, someone's like, they're like, oh, what are you up to? And you're like, oh, we're doing this, gigging and whatnot. And now it's like, um, we're fighting I, over Netflix. <laughs> I had a shower today. That was an achievement. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I suppose you said that you've been uh, with each other or sort of working together from the age of 15. So where are you from originally? And how did that start? So we're originally from Dunboyne, which is in County Meath, um, but Fantastic. it's like right on the border of like Meath and Dublin, and we live in Dublin now. So um, yeah, so we were, we've kind of always known each other when, will we tell our story? Yeah. We have it <laughs> this time. So we have this, so basically when my mom, so there's like a month between the two of us in age, we're both okay. 23, maybe 24. You just weren't and, mixed up at birth now, you're not going to tell me something like that, are you? Well, <laughs> Um, so when my mom was pregnant with me she was in a really minor car accident Um, and it's actually how my extended family found out that my mom was pregnant because my grand like came up to the car and she was like I'm pregnant and he was like oh shit let's get you out of this car crash but she she was totally fine but she had to go and get physio and she went to a physiotherapist who's Ellen's mom Oh, what? Right? Yeah, and Ellen's mom was also pregnant with Ellen. So, yeah, we were and just... My mom has, like, a sixth sense about pregnant women. Like, she will know that someone is pregnant before they know. Carla's <laughs> um, <laughs> mom, are you pregnant? She's like, yes, and, and my mom's like... Oh, my God, you're glowing. <laughs> <laughs> so we always say that, like, from the womb, we were both just like... Ah, ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. I think there's a castle in Dunboyne or something, isn't it? There's a castle there, no? Yeah, there is. Dunboyne Castle, it's a gorgy hotel. It's actually fab. I think it's oh. four stars. It's, it's really nice. Yeah. I'd recommend it. It used to be a Magdalene Laundry. Okay ones, we think. We don't know. But it's a hotel now. That's okay. Yes. <laughs> and I suppose, like, where did the name Elkin come from? Oh, oh it's such a terrible story. Yeah. It's so bad. I always say we need to come up with a new one and then we just never do. Yeah, it's, it's like fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very um very Gen Z of us. I was talking to someone on Tinder and um <laughs> Class. they obviously my name is Ellen and they just typed my name wrong, but all the time they kept spelling it E L K E N. And because I am a child, I just thought this was the funniest thing ever. So, <laughs> Our friends were like, okay, we're going to call you Elkin now. We're going to call the group Elkin. And now we were like, oh, I guess we're going to call the band Elkin. Yeah, we, well. were, we were playing at um, Electric Picnic with this like circle sessions, which is like an open mic night thing in yes. town in Dublin. 
And uh, so we were like, we cannot, because at that time we were going by Ellen and Carla still. And we were like, we cannot play Electric Picnic going by Ellen and Carla. So we were, I remember we were out the back of Slevin's, which is like our local back in Dunboyne. And we were like, Elkin, it's the perfect name. <laughs> so we from like E-L-K-E-N to E-L-K-I-N. And then like years later, it's mm. still here. <laughs> so it makes everyone think that Carla's name is spelled with a K because they're like, oh, Elkin, it's Ellen. Yeah, and I thought it was something like that. Carla. Yeah. yeah. No. We probably, yeah. can you change your name? No. Okay. <laughs> I already have a necklace. I'm wearing oh, the sorry. necklace with it as a C, so I. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do have to ask you one more question. Just on that before Sean jumps in with his que- next question, how did the Tinder date go? Did did it, did any fruition? Did it come up? I actually only matched with the guy because someone had told me that they had a boyfriend, and I didn't believe her. But I saw the guy in this guy's Tinder picture, so oh, I was just doing something. Okay. Just um, sure, like anyone on Tinder is just there for kind of for research purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's making up a few family trees. Yeah, through, yeah. Like, you know, not trying to find love at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Very good. And then, were you always you two in a group, or when you were in a band in school, was it like mix and match, or was like was it Alkin from you were fifteen? Yeah, pretty much. Like. We, it's, it's so weird because like now as we've gotten older and we've met more musicians, like you see how like, oh, this guy, like a friend of mine used to be in this band with these guys and now he's with this band. And like with us, it was always just the two of us. We used to play with three amazing musicians who were kind of like brothers to us for like two years. Um, but it was always like Elkin was the two of us. So yeah, it kind of, I think it always will be just us. Yeah. yeah. No one else likes us as much as we like each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just kind of works out well. Yeah, by the end of this interview, you'll understand why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Class. You know? <laughs> and then what about you two guys in terms of musical influences, like growing up and getting involved? Who, who, like, do you, who influenced your sort of style of music? Yeah, I think we kind of started singing together because we had a lot of the same yeah. influences. Yeah. Um, you know, at the time, it was a lot of kind of pop folk musicians who there was like such a stream of amazing, young, talented pop folk people when we were like starting to write together. And then kind of as our styles have developed, we're huge Joni Mitchell fans. Yeah, if you yes. look at the wall behind us. I know, I was just going to say, I was just going to say. And we're like, there is so many Joni Mitchell, like, so much Joni Mitchell memorabilia in this apartment and I have a Joni Mitchell tattoo like we are big oh my god (laughs) um but I think as well like yeah so I think Joni's kind of just like a baseline like uh influence yeah Yeah. really good baseline (laughs) um we're super inspired by Sylvan Esso they're a duo from America they're insane um I don't know we kind of we listen like nowadays we listen to so much like we we don't really kind of go oh we make pop music so we only listen to this type of music like we listen to everything and we mm. kind of allow that to kind of influence now what we make you know what yeah. I mean like we were just talking to someone yesterday about like genre and kind of when you're trying like you kind of have to have a genre when you're trying to market yourself yeah, but yeah. it's quite hard because we listen to so many different genres and they all mm. come into our music yeah. so it can be almost hard sometimes to be like okay like it all comes into me what is going to come (laughs) (laughs) I think it's weird now because nowadays like you can I think it's you can hear in like certain music like say I don't know like a Billie Eilish song but she'll have like trap drums on it and this kind of jazz piano thing I think it's really cool when you're able to hear people's influences Mm -hmm. hopefully people can hear ours but like not too much you know what I mean (laughs) you don't want to end up in court yeah (laughs) no no definitely not you know what I mean no, I suppose you've, you've taken inspiration and you've sort of molded your own craft or your own sound into your own. Um, mm. Would you just call yourselves then, I suppose, like pop folk or like, you know, or, or, or um, alt pop folk or, or, or how, yeah. how? I think alt pop is the best because it kind of covers a lot of bases. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like it's pop, but it's alternative and like, elect- I think we're going to start, ha- we're probably going to have to start saying electronic because like all of our new music is super, it, there's not really... I don't know, it's all electronic sounding. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So electro yeah. alt pop, maybe. 
the producer we're working with, um, Lola Hush, he's just so like insanely talented. So yeah. we just want like as much of him on po- as possible <laughs> on the track. So it ends up very electronic because he's just magic. Like, yeah, he's, he's insane. I suppose then before we get stuck in, actually, we're going to chat about some of your old stuff and then chat about your new stuff. What way do you guys sort of approach your like creative process around your music? Do you both write or do you work with people to write your music or how does that work? And and what do you write about? Is it your own stories or is it, some, you know, just stuff you see or is it what sort of inspires you? But yeah, like as we said earlier, we live together. So it makes writing together so much easier because, you know, we can just come into the sitting room and sit and like, you know, work on whatever. Like usually... I don't know, it, it varies. Sometimes like I could have started a piece and then I bring it to Elle. Other times like Elle could have an idea and then I start writing it and then we finish it together. But like everything we put out has both of our influence on it. And then like we have written with other people, only once actually. Yeah, um, it was um, a song, Fall So Easy, that we put out um, in 2019. Yeah. And we wrote that with... Um, a thousand beasts he's a producer a producer from cork and it was mad and, and mill maybury yeah uh, another co-writer um but it was really mad because it was the first time that we had written with someone else who yeah. wasn't us but it's it was funny because i think we like we said we're kind of so in sync that when we're writing like we know exactly what the other person means yeah. sometimes we know what they're going to say so i think for another person being in the room <laughs> it can be hard to kind of like get in I remember when we were writing Fall So Easy and we were like up uh in we were in Dunboyne and Keen came over and uh we were working and I just remember like the two of us had our heads down and we were working on this fun bit and I just kind of remember looking up and he was just looking at us like what because we just know (laughs) what the other one's gonna say and like I think we do have a bit of especially now with Dan in the studio so like once we finish the song we'll bring it in to Dan our producer but like I think the two of us and then the three of us we just have like this language on how we communicate with each other so mm-hmm. I feel like if you're not if you're not fluent in that language you might be like <laughs> what are these people saying? <laughs> yeah and it's mixed up with like a lot of jokes that we're making but, oh yeah and like a lot of sarcasm but everything said in the same tone yeah so yeah yeah you, you have <laughs> like everyone who meets us they say it takes a few months to know when we're joking and when we're not yeah. joking <laughs> writing so much as well so they're probably like you can't put that in the song. I'd be like, oh, it's really no, it's funny. Joke. We've been <laughs> half an hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like in terms of subject matter, like again, we were talking about this last night with someone. We, because we make pop music, like we don't ever want the fact that we make pop music to like limit what we talk about within our yeah. music. So like, especially with these, with anthology and like the, series of singles that we have coming out and with everything else that we've written that isn't yet released I think we've kind of taken really kind of specific subject matter and like things that yeah they are so our own life I think Mm -hmm. anthology for me definitely like captures where we are or where we were from the ages of like 21 to 22 23 kind of vibes so we're 23 now so like the first few years of our 20s I think it really captured it yeah I think something that we really want our songs to portray is like the stuff that we will sit around with our friends talking about and like getting our teeth into and kind (laughs) of working out what we really think of things and what ideas we want to put into the world like um we we don't really want just our music to like obviously boy meets girl is can be a great song and we I'm sure we do have some of them and we'll have some of them um with their own nuances like but we we, we just feel like there's so much more that people have to say yeah yeah okay. totally. yeah I mean one of your most recent tracks Win Win there's just a slickness to it what was what inspired that that was kind of a tricky one like it happens a lot that a song starts off being about one thing and Mm -hmm. in the whole process of like say bringing it to the other person and bringing it into the studio it just takes on like a whole new meaning so at the time it was kind of about um like going into a long distance relationship and you know you were leaving and you were getting this new life this independence but you still had someone like loving you and it was kind of that 
like win win idea but then it just kind of turned into this like really feisty like breakup song which yeah. I love as well. it's kind of turned into yeah this like massive stompy like fierce breakup song which I think is what Dan is able to do he's able to like take our ideas hear what we want to do and then just elevate them to this like next level mm-hmm. he's a great man he's a wizard no, I, I really think it's great. There's just, as you know, as you were saying, the stompiness, but there's a sleekness to almost like, you know, I'm my own thing now, you know what I mean? And that, you know, fair play, fair play. Mm-hmm. And then another track here is that I loved, uh, DIY. Can you oh. tell us about that one or what's behind it? <laughs> yeah, this was another one, I think, that like once both of us got into it, it, it took on a life of its own. Yeah. Um, so for us, that song is about... um like a kind of hyper masculinity that men are encouraged to have Mm. and that can often negatively impact like on their relationships. Yeah Um, it was so funny I remember being in the pub with our friend do you remember this and I had two of our mates uh, Kuhn and Fiekra and they were arguing over what the song was about and I can't remember (laughs) what this the first idea was that what did he say? (laughs) <laughs> they, were trying to, they were arguing over whether it's about, you know, encouraging men not to, like, man up or whatever, and whether mm. it's about a guy who um, won't... Um, Go down on his girlfriend? Was yes. that what it was? Or, like, didn't yeah. know how to make his girlfriend come? And we were like, okay. we are delighted that you took that meaning from that guy. <laughs> Go forth and conquer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Use this as a template. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Read our words. The best well, article in interpretation. It's backwards. It has instructions. Yeah, it has instructions. <laughs> but I think with our music, and I think with anyone as an artist, like, once people start listening to it, like, I like to hear what people think it's about and like what their mm. meaning is. Cause like, that's my favorite thing when an artist releases a new song and you're like, Oh my God, I get to put my meaning onto this now, you know? Yeah. And what about the video for it? The video was really cool as well. Mm. Who did you work? Did you work with anybody in that? Or? Yeah. So it was, um, we shot it with a lovely man called Ryan Hoban. Um, and then in the video, obviously it's us two and our amazing friend, uh, Cav, or Johnny Cigarette on Instagram. He's an animator. He's just an all-round, all-round great guy. And then our friend, <laughs> who is an actor, who is also an all-round great guy. And then my sister helped with like kind of some of the art department-y stuff. We were directing it. It was, uh, and we just shot it in like three hours. I think my parents were away for the weekend. And so everyone just came over and yeah, we just shot it. Obviously this was like a pre-COVID world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't mm. know. Yeah, so great. but um, that's one thing I we really miss. I know I really, really miss personally is being able to shoot music videos like how we want to. We have so many plans that have just had to be keep getting pushed back when it comes <laughs> to videos because we're like, we can't have people in the house or we can't see people. So yeah, thank you for, for liking it though. No, really, really, <laughs> cool, really stylistic video and surprised it came together so quickly. That really cool. Yeah, thanks. So were we, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, wow, we managed to get it done in one night. Great. <laughs> no, can't. <laughs> Brilliant. Hey. Another one that I really enjoyed, like Green Eyes, is this, do you know, is it about like a lover been more interested in like the party lifestyle? Do you know what I mean? And not so much interested in you. I mean, that's maybe what I got from it and like sort of yeah. that you know, trying to balance, you know, obviously being committed to somebody uh, as opposed to balancing your own social life. Yeah, I think um, when the song was written, there was definitely, like we were both still in college and I think Mm. at least around me, there was a lot of uh, people partying all the time um, and I have to be careful what I say. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get in trouble. No, I won't. Um, But yeah, it's kind of like, you know, that that idea of like the sesh and how seriously some people take the sesh. And mm. when you want to, when you're not really into the sesh, like we are not. Actually, someone last night said to us, those guys look like they'd be wild on a night out. And we were like, oh, you have got the wrong idea. We love a boogie, but like it's it's very all very... Uh, above board. Yeah. Mostly okay. above board. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But we're not big sesh heads. So when you're hanging around with people who are like that and maybe you're in a relationship with someone like that, it can get a little bit green eyesy or something. So, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. 
like I love the tune. I was just like, that's what I see in that. So I'm glad that that sort of yeah, yeah, we're spot on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then from the older stuff to the newer, um, as you said, you're working on or have been working on this series of singles anthology that are being. Is it from February to August this year? Yeah. And is it one a month? So it's kind of working out every one every like six to seven weeks but they're not all singles so coming to the end of anthology they'll be I don't know why I'm, I'm, I was gonna say surprises it's all if you look at our Instagram with like and you look at that circle we posted you'll see it's not all singles but yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we just say well, it yeah we're probably like a b sides on some of the releases so fantastic huh? uh, more songs for everyone yeah it is <laughs> 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 something yeah we need something to get us through <laughs> And I think um, Jack was trying to crack the code. You had some elusive sort of, or maybe an elusive, enigmatic posts about like what anthology was to use as a group and maybe a different direction. Do you want to chat about yeah. that? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I suppose, you know, we didn't, we haven't released anything in a year and we've definitely done a lot of growing um, personally and as a, as a duo since then. Mm-hmm. So I think what we were kind of trying to, put out especially with Kismet this first release is this idea of how we've taken the time to really work out what we want to be in in the scene like in the music industry like when we have that when we've had that time to reflect and really you know think about what we want to put out and how we want to portray ourselves while not trying to please you know certain people yeah um yeah, it was kind of just our different reflections on that process. Yeah, and I think it was something we really, like, it was really important for us. And and we've been working with the director, Claire Gleason, who is so talented and really helped us come up with the concept for the visuals for Kismet, which there is a full music video coming. It's just unfortunately had to be pushed back because pandemic. But <laughs> it was, yeah, it was really important for us that when we started releasing new music and with this start of, like, anthology to, like... I don't know, redefine who we are as Elkin and for us to really know who what that is, like what is Elkin and who who are Elkin and I don't know, what we want out mm. of it, I suppose. Yeah, because um, like we were saying, when you put a song out, there's so much for people to put onto that themselves and that's so amazing. But I think for our own heads, we need to know who we are when other people are putting yeah. things on us, like just so you kind of keep that, self-identity throughout the whole process yeah I think definitely 2020 gave us the time because beforehand we were like releasing music and we were recording it as we were releasing and it was just like always trying to catch up with ourselves like it was so we never had we always had a plan but we were like making the plan as it was going along kind of whereas we had a whole year to like sit down and just like this is the most music we've ever had recorded so it's like been so nice to really get the time to figure out okay what do we sound like who are we how do we want to present ourselves um and then yeah now we just get to do all the fun stuff by putting it yeah. <laughs> just sort of speaking on this sort of like new almost rejuvenation and you know has been dubbed maybe purity as i've seen sort of on your instagram and there was two yeah. posts so one from each is um and i think this first one for yourself charla so i saw um a quote and it says she is someone who isn't really anyone. She had no idea of what she wanted, what she is worth or what she can achieve. Is this a personal reflection on you growing as an artist um, or growing sort of as this like duo? um, Or is this, as you said earlier, maybe addressing these outside perceptions of what people think of you? This was actually a filthy read on Ellen. So I was just trying to really knock it down. That's what I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, you've got it completely right. It was like, I feel like, again and it was something we spoke a lot about with Claire the director and um, that we've been working with uh like the, the, we're in our early 20s well we're kind of coming to our mid-20s now and I there's such a weird there's such a weird time because you're like you finish college and um, oh we finished college and then you're kind of floating a bit and you're like god who am I what am I doing and I think at least I can speak for myself I'm sure you're the same like you can we're 23 I know it's not super old but old enough um oldest we've ever been you can like <laughs> look back and and go oh wow like god she I hadn't a clue what I was doing and I was always giving it a good go and we, as Elkin we were always giving it a good go but 
you know, you just, we were always moving way too fast to even realize what we were actually doing. Um, so yeah, it was very much a, a person, very much a personal reflection. Um, but I, it, you can apply it to Elkin, obviously, because I'm one half of Elkin. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Ellen, with your quote, being a blank canvas in which people are going to put what they want to see, a young girl who is naive and passive, is this addressing inherent misogyny um, that we can sort of see maybe towards women or is this a self-reflection of yourself or maybe am I just reading too much into it? No, I think you're right. Like it's a, it's a bit of both. I think we all, like it is kind of reflecting on the kind of misogyny you have, especially when you're like a young girl kind of going into a gig where maybe there's older people who think that you have no clue and mm -hmm. that can be quite intimidating and there are definitely a lot of times where we kind of you know we didn't have the confidence to speak out and to assert who we were and what we had to give in that moment so you're just immediately dismissed as like you know those quiet young people have nothing mm -hmm. to say um and as well i think it's so easy to internalize that when you don't have the confidence to know otherwise and mm. there are a lot of moments where I look back on it now like in my personal life and in Elkin where you know I, I let people I suppose when project. you project there we go let someone like project what they thought I was and I just accepted that and went okay I'll just be that because mm. that's easier you know while now it's really important to us to have the confidence to know what we want to say and to go into these situations and assert who we are and people just have to take us as we are like you know um yeah it's it's great that <clears throat> pardon me it's, it's that's so refreshing and great to hear that the two years are in such like these positive mindsets pretty much like fuck everybody else who's going to say whatever they want we're going to create some great stuff uh which is our doing and uh you know we're gonna we're just gonna go hell for leather on it you know Oh, guys, you're so sweet. Thank you so much for reading. Our we put so much time into them. <laughs> so we really appreciate that. That is really nice. And yeah. your readings of them are like so spot on. Mm. And it makes yeah. us much more real now. Yeah, I know. Kind of, God. We've just done this amongst ourselves and just kind of put them out. And again, we don't really know what what people think. So it's really nice to see that, you know, yeah. they meant something to you and you you got what we were saying, you know. Fair play, fair play. Mm -hmm. No problem. As of as of now, as of when we're chatting, um, the first single or the first release of the anthology stuff is like a few hours. It's at midnight tonight, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the excitement! Carla bought a cake mix. She's gonna make it. Cake. <laughs> I bought a bottle of tonic water. I have some gin there, and I'm gonna make a cake, and it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> a, gin a gin cake? A gin cake? Or <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna make a gin and tonic to drink while baking. Ah, oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Well, what can you, without, maybe you don't want to spoil anything, but is it a big departure sound wise for you guys? Or is it more reflective as you were talking about with those posts and stuff? Or what can it's people look forward to? Or when, when they hear this, what can people go listen to? It's really interesting because again, like as Elle just said, like we've been in our own bubble. One, because like, you know, bubbles, COVID and stuff. But like yeah. also like, we don't know one we don't know what people are thinking when they see all of our instagram posts and uh so yeah we kind of forget and we said this just we were having dinner before we came onto the call like people haven't heard this song like <laughs> they don't know what it's gonna sound like and i would say people i don't know i, I think it's quite unexpected from us mm. um it's i think like you said it it is more reflective and I think just more sure of itself mm. you know like our previous songs like I love them they're kind of you know banger attention grabbing while this one it like I think it it grabs your attention but it doesn't ask for it it just it does it. yeah like, it doesn't like command it it's kind of yeah. just there um and it's definitely like I think it was a huge part in the visuals and the idea of Kismet um it's a lot more sexy and mature, um, oh. which as women is, for us anyway, um, bringing like sex and stuff into our music. Was, like, <laughs> we wanted to do and handle it really well and do it how we want to do it. Um, so yeah, it's like a new, cool, mature, black and white version of Elkin. <laughs> Very good. And is, is those sort of themes you chatted about, that like independence, that maturity, that reflective, is that 
unique to Kismet or is that something throughout the anthology stuff or is every release in anthology slightly different thematically or? Yeah, I think every release in anthology, it has something different to say and says it all in a different way. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think they all have that kind of self-assuredness that we were talking about. Yeah, I think like, at least I, I can, again, I can only speak for myself, but I, I'm sure you'll agree with this. Like these songs, because when we wrote them, we, we thought it was going to be an album. So mm. there is this kind of through line uh, through the whole anthology which is like <clears throat> I don't know it's like this idea of like trying to figure out who you are and then figuring it out if that makes sense so there's like I suppose a little bit like there is it's there are some vulnerable moments in it but there is yeah it's it's pretty confident and I think each statement that we make with each track very much makes that statement if, if that kind of makes sense like some of the themes that are going to come up over the next few months are like um we've one song uh which is like a club banger and it's about being groped in a club um because that's a fun experience uh or there's a song that's about getting ghosted and there's a song about like when you're seeing someone and I'm just giving away all our material (laughs) but like you know when you're like dating someone and um you send each other a song and like you and like little kind of tokens that you have of each other so like I don't know yeah there's very much a different message with each song but Mm -hmm. a kind of through line of yeah confidence yeah and I think as well the song Kismet that's coming out in a few hours Ah! I just said so exciting there's like (laughs) A lot of like vulnerability vulnerability there and almost like the first step of introducing yourself to yeah. someone and trying to be part of something bigger and then the very last track it's just so fun and just yeah. full of so much like joy and acceptance and like self-respect and it, like Carla was saying it's just kind of that through line and that journey that hopefully yeah. people will kind of go on with us We're yeah super excited for it it's so crazy like when uh Elle first played Kismet to me as in like its first form yeah. uh like months and months ago the two of us like finished playing it then like worked on it together finished it and we're like that's the first song that we're releasing whenever we release the next project and then all right darling which is the last song that's coming out um when we heard that we were like that sounds like the ending, the ending. like it just it just works um, and it's weird because they were two of the first songs that we recorded for the whole anthology so it's kind of cool that that worked out like that like mm. we had the start and the end we just filled it in mm. um but yeah I think that's really gorgeous what you just said we hope people want to come on this journey with us um and like share you know I think anyone who does engage with our social media like they're so amazing with like sharing things and I think there's a nice connection there. So we'd love to like further that this year. Firmly. And there really does seem to be like such excitement from the two. It's bubbling obviously out of the both of you. This is happening. And you know, you're, you're excited for people to hear it as well, which is absolutely fantastic to know. Yeah. Um, I do want to ask though about the podcast. What's the crack with it for anybody who hasn't heard about it? If you aren't busy enough. Yeah, if you aren't busy enough. Like, you know. <laughs> clue. So like... <laughs> The idea for the podcast came, um, we were playing Ireland Music Week back in 2019 and Spotify did a masterclass for all the artists playing. So uh, Elle couldn't get it off work. So I went and they were like, oh, they're taking all my notes to fill Elle in afterwards. And they were, had mentioned that a cool way um, to like, as an artist to engage with your fans could be a podcast. And I wanted to start a podcast, but I didn't really want to do it by myself. So I managed to rope her in and do it with me. But it's that, yeah, it's kind of like a monthly roundup of us. Like, it's like the podcast version of shit posting. Like so much. So. We have like two good episodes where we got people on. We yeah. got, um, uh, Max Sanga from Tebby Rex and Local Boy, who's another amazing uh, musician. Mm-hmm. And they're great because they're really interesting they're, yeah. people. And then you listen to us shouting on for an hour. We're really <laughs> underselling it. It's We're very funny. Yeah, like it, it's, it's funny. And I think like if you, like a big part of Elkin and like our brand, if we're going to call it that, is like our friendship and our, you know, our, our love for each other and like our 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, and just like our personalities. So I think the podcast is a really cool way if you do want to get to know us, to get to know us, because we overshare on it. Way <laughs> God. you know too much about our mental health from that podcast <laughs> <laughs> but it's always good to talk and that's the main thing you know that's it, that's yeah it. it's something to kill an hour of yeah. uh, this apocalypse of <laughs> this yeah. simulation we're living through yeah. <laughs> speaking of the end times how have you guys been getting on in lockdown has the podcast been a coping mechanism or have you I are you both working from home or what is your crack at the minute or? so i'm working from home and Carla I yeah so my I work in my parents company it's an embroidery and print company um so quick plug give it a wee plug so why not yeah it's stitch and print (laughs) well I do our merch um (laughs) but yeah that's regarded as essential uh so I get to still go into work every day which actually is really nice because it kind of feels kind of normal it just means that like I think everyone is really missing like the actual Friday feeling of being able to go for a pint after work. So yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like every single day just feels like a weekday because you can never go for pints. Yeah. yeah. But I think apart from that, like we were talking to Dan, our producer, we were in the studio a while ago and this, we did the first ever lockdown. Elle was living here, but I was still back living with my parents. Then the second lockdown was like, what, November time? Mm we were both here so this is our second lockdown together mm-hmm. um and we've somehow managed to not kill each other dan was like how have you how are you guys still friends but i think we're pretty good at just giving each other space mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. perfect we've just been watching lots of netflix yeah <laughs> <laughs> haven't we all <laughs> yeah uh, recommendation um, our weekly shop to Aldi is a bit of a like, oh, yeah. spiritual experience. We've been right? doing a lot of karaoke as well. We do mm. so much karaoke in this house. It's insane. Okay, yeah. okay I got to ask before we go, keep going to serious questions. Uh, what is each your your favorite karaoke go-to songs? We have them counts three. No, we normally do. Oh, what well, depends because we've been doing do a few. Okay, one, two, three. Careless Whisper. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but see, we've also been playing around lately with um, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo. We do a really yes. good version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also do a good version of Don't Let Go and Vogue. You know, like, yeah. what's it gonna be? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you, what's your solo songs? You do everything. You're uh, yeah, I kind of we mix it switch up. it up. Like I try to get you know some classics, but like maybe JLS. I've never yeah. done JLS. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I'm panicked now. I'm afraid you're gonna judge me. Um, <laughs> no, no, there's a judgment free zone. What's your guys' go-to karaoke songs? So <laughs> we sort of do one together. We both know what it is. Yeah, well, we're, gonna say, we're gonna say the wrong one. I think now if we try and sing. No, do a countdown. Do a countdown. One. Call me up. I was gonna say Adam's in the stream. <laughs> stream is a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dolly. Call me up. Call me up. You know, like the Paul Simon and oh, Yeah, great, yeah, yeah, great tune. Bang it. Um, over but that's Chris. more of a trio. There's a third part to that song if we're going to do that properly. Yeah, true. There's, a thir- there's a third man. <laughs> is there a third part? No, like if we're doing it, there's a third man. There's, a- <laughs> <laughs> there's only Chevy Chase and Paul Simon in the video. <laughs> yeah. But it's been, we haven't any karaoke. We haven't had no lockdown karaoke. No, we haven't, Sean. We, we haven't, but we'll have to see about that. Mm. Good idea. So this is what you do, right? You get a bottle of wine. Mm. You drink it between you. It's not nine o'clock yet, so you go to the shop again, or not ten o'clock yet, whatever yeah. time is. You get another bottle of wine, and then you use a TV remote as your microphone. These are our microphones. We'll show, we, this is obviously you guys can see it. The Sky mo- microphone is great, or a Sky sorry microphone. The Sky remote is great. <laughs> as a microphone. It's got a nice grippage to mm-hmm. it, yeah. and then you just go on YouTube, look up whatever karaoke version. Yeah. Um, off you go. Like, I feel so sorry for our neighbours because we do it so often. And, mm-hmm. like, we're just pissed and, like, screaming. <laughs> like, screaming. Yeah. Like, our, the bridge in driver's license and she's like, Fred, like, <laughs> oh, like, wow. I'm sorry, neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Very cathartic. It is very cathartic. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would totally agree with your plan there, but the, the only flaw is, like, sharing a bottle of wine with this man is... Not, not, not in my best interest. <laughs> <It's> my wife. 
<laughs> that's, that's why you get the first one because you pretend that you're only going to have one between you but then you go and get the second bottle because you know you're going to want a bottle each mm-hmm. and then sometimes do you remember that there was like the odd Thursday when we're like oh fuck it let's go for it and then like you'll have like a little vodka afterwards and just kind of like you know let it simmer <laughs> it's a great <laughs> night and they say they're not sesh heads Sean you know that? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> not it's hard sesh yeah. yeah it's very it's all legal yeah it's all legal stuff <laughs> I suppose the all big thing, I say, well, I assume the all big thing missing out on is live gigs since lockdown and all that crack. Have you been missing it? Uh, obviously, or when was your last live gig? All those sort of questions. Our last live gig was was it Outpost? No, other voices. Yeah, other voices in Ballina, which mm. was such a great like last gig to have. Yeah, it, was it was so class. much fun. Um, and like after we played the gig, we got to go see uh, Sprints, who were really cool punk band from Dublin and we like it was just such a good night um that was at like the end of February around this time last year yeah literally this time last year um but yeah yeah, it was crazy we had like a couple of really cool gigs lined up we played up in Belfast for output then we played in other voices and we're like this this is going to be amazing 2020 is going to be our year Uh, and then it and then it It wasn't it was absolutely (laughs) it was Miss Rona's year and that's it but yeah I I think like you know sometimes when you listen to like a really like you know when it's your favorite song like it doesn't matter if it's you know it's not I mean an Elkin song I mean like any song that's just your fave and you're just like god I, I wish I could either see this live or I could be on stage singing this song right now like sometimes I get like a whiff of that when I'm like randomly walking somewhere with my earphones in and like a banger comes on and you're like mm. oh god <laughs> please there was a day I was in the car and I was listening to um I Know the End by Phoebe Bridgers oh, and the kind of bit where the build-up starts at the end did you scream I didn't scream, yeah. but I imagined like being at a gig when that bit starts and I started crying. <laughs> oh. I was like, I just want to be at a gig. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of actually playing a gig, um, weirdly enough, obviously I can't wait to play again, but it's been so great to have time to to write. And because mm. often like a lot of, because we were kind of going track by track, it was mostly because we you know, we were so busy with gigs that it was hard to get the time to yeah, write true. a big bulk of songs. So it, like now that we kind of have the songs written and recorded and ready to go, it's going to be so insane to yeah. play them live. In saying that, we haven't reworked our live set in about a year. Yeah. So we need to actually, and I've been noticing people are starting to do, that's like a boiler room thing going on with Jemison. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I saw that and I was like, that's really cool. Um, we should probably start getting a live set together again in case we get asked to do something. And that's like, fingers crossed, we get asked to do something. But you know, you don't want to get asked to play a gig and you're like, sorry, we have not played a gig in so long that we actually can't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm very excited for it to play once mm-hmm. um, I was lucky enough to see his output last year and his were phenomenal in the GPR. Oh my God, were you there? Yeah, upstairs at the GPR. So, he was supposed to be there but let the side down yeah the, the reason why like i know about you guys is because sh- shit you not i was living in dublin in 20 what 19 started we're so shocked we're like i swear to god really i swear to god and sean rang me steaming and like after the gig had happened it was like he was naming it and then i've seen these two girls Alec, and they were fucking class we need to get them on the podcast jack and i and Trying to light a cigarette, and I was like, Do you need a fucking help there, Sean, with a lighter or something? And he's like, No, but seriously, hold on a minute. <laughs> he was supposed to come up from Dublin for output, and he never did. So I went to all these gigs. Uh, uh, so, how did you know us? We, I went who to go see, I saw Joel Harkin at the Oh Yeah, and oh, okay, and then some mates there, and they were like, Who hey, he's going to see, he's good. And somebody mentioned you guys, so I was like, Fuck it, you are around the corner. Oh my god, yeah, we love that gig because we have friends who like we went to school with, they're like, uh, we used to do his shows with uh, a friend of ours and they're like all from Mead and now they're living up in Belfast so it was like, and we didn't know they were coming, they just like turned up to the gig. Um, I was playing, I was like, there's Ruth. Yeah, I was okay. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that night, it was such a, yes, that was such, such good times, very gas. Yeah. But that is so crazy that you were there. That's I love amazing. that. <laughs> I love that so much. You've done EP, right? I've been, to, I've worked at EP and I've been there, uh, what, three, four times. It is a wonderful festival to be, you know, I'm sure it's a fantastic festival to play, but also a fantastic festival to uh, attend. Do you want to just tell me like how you just got on there? So we, 
to be honest, actually, I feel like for me personally, when we played EP, I was working in a restaurant at the time and I couldn't get that weekend off. I could only get the Sunday we were playing off. So I had to like get up super early the morning of the Sunday, get a bus down uh, to play the gig. And then, so like, I kind of missed most of the, of the, like, I couldn't really enjoy it because I was super stressed, but that same summer we played Longitude. Was it that summer? Mm, oh my god yeah with Teddy Rex and um that was just the most we were like two kids in a candy shop (laughs) like a sweet shop because oh my we just were so happy and we were only doing one song with Teddy Rex and it was just hilarious just even better because took all the pressure off yeah (laughs) like because the longitude is so small um well not as in yeah in the grand scheme yeah yeah yeah. acts um all the artists were in the one artist area so we were just like chilling and then we were like oh there's post malone he's playing connect four and we we're like he's playing it by himself that's really sad so we went over and we played connect four with post malone it was there you go i know <laughs> whenever i think someone like doesn't like me or isn't taking my like elkin seriously i just drop the post malone bomb <laughs> I miss festivals so much even like not to play even just to go like mm. they're just they're just another world have you ever been to Knock and Stockin? no have you no. ever been to Knock and Stockin? no, no. oh my god so great we... I think they've they're taking a kind of break for the foreseeable obviously yeah. they said that before COVID happened um but, but it's so much oh, it's, it's like a tiny festival I think there's like five thousand five thousand tickets like it's really small and it's just the most wild wacky festival it's so good if you ever get the chance to go go okay and where's that at uh wicklow wicklow yeah it's like like near blessington yeah yeah blessington yeah we 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 shall seek that out we shall put it on the list we'll all go it'll be great yeah yeah. (laughs) we can do a podcast crossover (laughs) (laughs) live podcast they're not you haven't you can't believe you haven't heard anything yeah sisters <laughs> uh, and as you say you've played all these festivals and all up and down the country who is there anybody irish sort of local artists that you're really enjoying at the minute or liking or yeah so far too many um <laughs> we're big fans of april and big pig they are like yeah. killing it at the moment mm. um Local boy. Proud to say, local boy. Yeah, Tolu McKay yeah. is a superstar, like icon. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there's like I feel like the the scene is just there's so many different people and so many different types of acts that there's literally something for everyone. Mm. Um. Yeah. Denise Chyla is yeah killing it. Incredible. Gemma Dunleavy is amazing. Yeah. We're gonna just start listing off. <laughs> oh, everyone, we love them all. <laughs> Well, I suppose we're 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 coming to the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what we we we've tried to do, we've sort of changed our ending to the podcast slightly. We used to ask one question, but now we have four or five quick fire questions um, that we would like the two of you to answer individually or together. It's very much up to yourselves. Yeah, you can have an official party line. I can answer. Both give an answer. Yeah, we'll both give an answer. Oh Jesus, sorry. Well, somebody's not going through the window at you or a sniper or something. Earthquake. Okay, ready. Okay, so if you would describe yourself as a drink, alcohol or otherwise, what would it be? Oh, gin and tonic, absolutely. I'd be uh, uh, dark and stormy. (laughs) (laughs) Class. I'm going to hold back any Trump jokes. (laughs) Uh, Can I be a gin and tonic with elderflower uh, tonic? Sorry, just... just (laughs) Need to get specific. Yeah. Uh, if you had a guilty pleasure song or have a guilty pleasure song, what would it be? Or what is it? Uh, the entire Cheetah Girls 2 soundtrack, but I'm not guilty. Yeah, <laughs> and mine would be the High School Musical, the musical, the series soundtrack, but I'm not guilty about it. This is the second no, interview in a row. Oh, no, <laughs> not another person. <laughs> this is Amazing. the second. That's week the week before. It was maybe two weeks ago. Maybe two weeks ago. Uh, we, were, we were chatting about High School Musical, and I've tried to get Jack to watch High School Musical, and he refuses. I'm a big fan of High School Musical too. I've seen the first one, but I'm not gonna just. Dist- I'm gonna waste time. No, the second one is better. But watch High School Musical, the musical, the series on <laughs> Disney Plus, and it, it's so self-aware. Like it's so funny. It's, it's like The Office meets Glee. Yeah, it's hilarious, but not problematic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I okay. know it's well. Yeah, sadly, right. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately. Um, if you were to have a superpower, what would it be? 
uh, to teleport. Or, or read minds. I would drive myself insane. Yeah, I know, but I'm so nosy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you could go on a date with anyone from history, living or dead, who would it be? Harry Styles. I was going to say Harry Styles too. <laughs> and I'll fight you. <laughs> Can we go together? <laughs> Sick, but I'm so weak for that. Yeah, he's a very, very, very attractive guy. You know what I mean? It's like everybody's like, oh, you know. (laughs) And the final question is if lockdown was to end right now, what would be the first thing you'd do? Straight to workman's. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Straight to workman's, stay up all night, get on a flight to Spain. Yeah, I'll fuck yeah, gorge. Gorge. Do it. Deadly, deadly stuff. Super (laughs) spreader. Well, that's, that's really us, folks. I suppose just before we knock off, uh, do you want to let all the lovely people listening know where they can find you, your music, your podcast? On yeah, um, if you want to follow us on Instagram at Elkinstagram. Um, Elkin underscore. Oh, yeah. Underscore Elkin, yeah, if you look up Elkin, <laughs> hopefully we come up. Um, we're on Twitter at Elkin Band, but we don't use Twitter really that much. We have Facebook, Elkin Band as well. Yes. Please stream us on Spotify. Yeah. Add um, us to your playlists. Tell yeah. your friends. Um, we, oh my God, we haven't announced it yet, but we just started a TikTok. <laughs> brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. So it's called Elkin Girlies, I think I named it. Elkin Girlies 69. So, is it? Yeah, I think oh. it is. <laughs> um, Class. If you want to email us, it's, uh, <laughs> and my phone number, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you never know who could be listening. So maybe we'll just you, you keep that one to yourself. No, man. Well, look, thank you very, very much, both Ellen and Charlotte, for chatting to us. And uh, we wish you the best of luck with Anthology and all the stuff that's coming up. We are excited. We cannot wait to get our teeth into it. And uh, thank you very, very much for chatting to us. Oh, thank you so much for having us. This was so fun. Yeah. Seriously. When we can go to Belfast, we'll all go for creamy pints. Yeah, it'll be gorgeous. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah. Definitely going to hold you to that. (laughs) We love Belfast. We went there last summer when we were allowed, and it was just so fun. We love it. Deadly stuff. Deadly stuff. Well, thank you very, very much today. And that was, of course, the wonderfully, wonderfully talented Alkin. Thank you again to them for coming on. Uh, great chat, great crack. And again, as, as is the running trend, wonderfully talented folks. Um, mm. As as they said, as Jack said earlier, check out their new track, uh, Kismet, which is in all your streaming services, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And follow them on the socials and check out their podcast too, which is I Can't Believe They're Not Sisters. Indeed, yeah. You know, like the butter sisters <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's us for another week if you've enjoyed any of this or some of this or none of this uh find us on social media anyway and let us know well where you fell in that spectrum um if you want to find us in those social medias you can find us on instagram at you ain't heard nothing yet you can find us on facebook at you ain't heard nothing yet and if you want to listen to more of these and listen to us chat to some more wonderfully talented and entertaining people and just talk shite you can listen on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can listen on Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can listen on Spotify if you search You Ain't Heard Nothing Yet. Mm-hmm. Or if you follow the links in our various social medias. Uh, check out my blog, The Project Seanist. You know, mm-hmm. film, TV, maybe some video game stuff too. Red Dead's on the verge of traumatizing me, so <laughs> might throw that in there. So the lovely man sitting opposite me, like I said earlier, he's dressed like a hippie going to a throw match today. It is, of course, a wild Sean Skews. And then it is indeed the dream come true. And opposite myself, it is the man who really let me down and really, you know, uh, broke my heart in a lot of ways when he didn't say Islands in the Stream for karaoke song earlier, but we'll deal with that <laughs> off air. It's Jack Donnelly. It is indeed. And you've been listening to You, you Ain't Heard, heard nothing, nothing Yet.